Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. Great to have you. In today's session, are you struggling with a difficult situation that feels out of your control? Are you having trouble letting go of it? Today, we're going to describe what it means to choose acceptance, a critical part of the ETA strategy. We will describe how it is not a passive approach to the challenging last 8% situations we face, but just the opposite, a very active, wise approach. Let's walk. So out and moving our body, walking, feeling our feet on the ground, moving as we are able. If you are new to the last 8% morning, this is a morning routine where we integrate mindfulness and movement and mental training exercises. And so we start by being mindful of our body and our belly as we move. So we're walking and we just feel our feet on the ground. We just feel our hands as they move in the air. Standing tall and proud and feeling our belly rise and our belly fall. And we're just paying attention. So mindfulness is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally, non-reactively. And that's what we do at the start of each of our last 8% morning sessions. We're not trying to change anything. We're just trying to be in wiser relationship to whatever it is that we are experiencing. Physical sensations, emotions, that voice in our head and some of the thoughts that we can have come through our mind. And we're just trying to see it and not react to it. So as we're walking, just feel your body. And you might want to do a full kind of scan from your toes to the top of your head. Just checking in for any areas or any sensations that are on the spectrum of our first barometer. From pleasant to neutral to unpleasant. So just go through. And again, we're not trying to change anything. We're just paying attention to whatever is present. Again, as we're walking, let's move to our second barometer. Calm to neutral to not calm. 
So are there any sensations in your body where you sense a calmness or a neutral feeling or perhaps not calm, maybe worked up? And the key is just to befriend, welcome, pay attention, be curious without trying to change anything. This is the mindfulness part of our practice. Feeling our feet on the ground, the earth contacting our feet, feeling our ankles potentially, feeling our hands and our wrist, and just paying attention on purpose, non judgmentally. Just feeling so fortunate to be doing this work. So as we continue to walk, thinking about why are we doing this? We're doing this so that we can build the skills of emotional intelligence. That ability to manage our emotions in a more skillful way, especially in our more difficult moments, our difficult situations, what we call last 8% situations. Because those are the ones that really test us. And if we can build these skills for those situations, the other 92%, we're going to be even more prepared to be present, to manage our emotions, to connect to others. So, as we continue to walk, we're going to now move to being mindful, not just of our body and our belly, which is the first part of our B-I-G structure, but we're going to now move to our idea of the day. So we're going to, again, be mindful, but just as we're walking, also paying attention to being mindful of listening. And if our mind wanders, just gently let whatever thought took it off, let it be, and come back to listening. And the topic today is acceptance. When we are facing one of these last 8% situations, we can often feel a heavy dose of anxiety. We experience that full loop of anxiety that we described in the Anxiety Week sessions earlier in the podcast. So go back to those to remind yourself of what it is we're talking about. But essentially our brain and body react in an automatic way to what it is we are experiencing. And if you remember, we might feel a sensation have a voice in our head, have our brain predict what is going on, trying to protect us with a, a label, an emotion label. And then our body and our brain sense all of this information, this data, and it turns the cycle, begins another loop. And we can get caught. And part of the reason we get caught is that we have a habitual way or an automatic way of reacting to this loop. 
and it's the automatic way that keeps the loop going. So we either suppress it or avoid, and that keeps the loop going. Or sometimes we can get hooked by the thoughts and we ruminate and worry. And then that, again, keeps the loop going. And many times we're not even aware of how we're reacting to these situations and how our reaction is part of what keeps the loop going. And I'm not trying to say we're all bad people. We just don't know. And part of why we practice mindfulness is to be able to see more clearly, to have a wiser relationship. The reason we do the last 8% morning is to build skills of emotional intelligence so we can manage these difficult emotions so they don't become a loop. And part of our ETA tool centers on this idea of accepting or acceptance. And part of this is that we don't define unpleasant physical sensations or emotional experiences as problems. We don't give in to the tendency even of thinking that just the fact that we have these challenging emotional experiences somehow means we are flawed. Because some of us do. We think, oh, everything needs to be perfect. Instead, we embrace these challenges, these physical sensations, emotions, the voice in our head. And rather than fighting them or feeling guilty for them, we just befriend them. We welcome them. We, we, we become curious about them. And that's all part of the A of acceptance. And part of what makes this a powerful antidote is by kind of taking them on, you know, head on, by welcoming or befriending. We start to see that you know, yes, there's some unpleasant, not calm physical sensations or emotions that aren't particularly comfortable. In fact, they can be quite uncomfortable. But if we just stay at that level and just accept them and say, yeah, they're uncomfortable and not try and run away or not get all hooked and start ruminating, we don't allow that uncomfortable or unpleasant become suffering. You might say that unpleasant might be inevitable, but suffering is optional. I'll say that again. Unpleasant might be inevitable in our life, but suffering is optional. And we know this from a number of fields. This is not some flimsy theory. For instance, in the treatment of pain, we know that for people with chronic pain, there's a direct correlation between the negative habitual ways people think about and react to the pain they're experiencing and the level of suffering they experience. Yes, uncomfortable, but depending on the reaction that we have, suffering, and the, and the loop just keeps going. So acceptance is an active choice to allow unpleasant experiences to exist without trying to deny them or change them. And this is a hard one for people because we're always used to being in control, trying to change everything so we're in control. And in this case, what we do is we try to just come to, we try to change our relationship to them, to be in wiser relationship, to be curious, as opposed to certain about it and pushing it away or getting all hooked and tangled and ruminating in what we're experiencing. So we use the phrase. And the phrase, we can say it over and over again. And the phrase is as follows. Things are just as they are. 
part of the natural flow of joy and sorrow that is this life. May I accept it. May I be at peace with it. And we can just say this over and over and over again. Realizing that some of our suffering comes from thinking things should be a certain way. That person should act a certain way. My manager should be different. COVID-19 should be different. We should be able to come out of our homes and get the economy going. And I'm not meaning that as a political statement. I mean, we just have lots of shoulds. And the challenge is that when we get into shoulds about how we should be reacting or how the world should be or other people should be, all of a sudden we're not in acceptance and we just keep the loop going. And the great part is that, I'll say the phrase again, but the more we do the phrase and we really come to accept that which we can accept, we don't have to accept it all, but it means it loses its hold on us. So I'll say it again. Things are as they are. Part of the natural flow of joy and sorrow that is this life. May I be accepting of it. May I be at peace with it. So if you want, some people have chosen at this point in different podcasts to just pause me or rewind and just go over these phrases again and again and again. You can have a whole practice of 15 minutes just doing this phrase. And just trying to fall into the words. What does it mean to just be able to be with the vicissitudes, the joys and sorrows, the ups and downs that is this life? And the best part is that the more we do this, the more we build up neural pathways, new habits of being more at ease with things we cannot control becomes very, very powerful. So I'm going to now move to our gratitude. I'm not exactly done with acceptance because I'm going to read a poem by Rumi called The Guest House. It's one of my favorite poems. But just before we do, I want us to move to gratitude. What can we feel grateful for? Come up with three things that you can feel grateful for in this moment. I feel grateful for the birds that are singing in the forest in which I walk and sit. I feel grateful for being able to do this practice. It helps me. This is my practice, as you know, as much as yours. It's great to do it with you. What else do you feel grateful for? And now let's finish with the guest house. We will put this uh, poem in the show notes for you. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. 
welcome and entertain them all. Even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, still, still treat each guest honorably. He or she may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So can we welcome and invite in whoever shows up at our door? That is what acceptance is. Not passive. Very, very active. And what is great is that at some point we are able to accept a little bit more and then we can take action and be very effective in our action because we're controlling things we can't control. So as we finish, if you enjoyed today's session, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Each Tuesday, my business partner and I, Bill Benjamin, will be live on Facebook as part of the Facebook group, The Last 8% Project. Please join us, join the group and join us. And more than anything, let's bring this energy into the day of controlling what we can't control, being in acceptance, welcoming it all. Have a wonderful day.